T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This morning, we have the story. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Dan Holliday. Officially yesterday, we received four-tenths of an inch of snow in Wichita that was still a record breaker for the day. The rest of the week looks dry and quiet. Our complete forecast in just a few minutes. Wichita has recorded four-tenths of an inch of snow as, you heard from Dan there a moment ago, record for the state. Streets and roadways around Wichita are wet, but generally in good shape this morning. You'll need some window scraping time if you leave your vehicle outdoors overnight. Much of Kansas has received at least some snowfall now. Depths of four inches common in uh, southwest Kansas, with a five-inch reading at Satanta in Haskell County. Mayor Brandon Whipple and Wichita City Council members are in Kansas City this week for the National League of Cities meeting. Whipple tells KNSS News he'll attend meetings dealing with uh, small businesses and retail. Really focusing on on some of uh, the small business uh, adjustments that we see now that uh, the brick-and-mortar retailers, frankly, aren't where they were uh, years ago because of the Internet. So what can we do with those spaces? What can we do to still encourage uh, small business growth, uh, even if you, you know, a city might lose their gap or you know, one of these stores that used to really dominate? Whipple commented during Mondays with the mayor on the Stephen Ted of the Morning Show on KNSS. New members of Congress arriving in Washington Despite not knowing which party will control the House, many new members of the 118th Congress are in the nation's capital for orientation. The key is to try and make sure we can continue to move the agendas forward. The White House, the Senate, and the House, whoever's running it. That's newly elected Democrat Glenn Ivey from Maryland. He's one of many members-elect taking part in training and a class photo this week. The new members won't officially begin work until early next year. In the meantime, they'll be focused on hiring staff and deciding who will lead their respective parties. The current Congress will likely be working on funding the government and passing the annual defense policy bill during the lame duck session. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. Former President Donald Trump will address reporters tonight at his home in Florida. Former President Donald Trump will be making a promised announcement tonight from his residence at the Mar-a-Lago Club in Palm Beach. It is expected by many that the former president will make known and official his intent to seek a second term in the White House. Unlike other U.S. presidents in the past, Mr. Trump has not gone quietly, routinely criticizing Democrats and the currently serving President Joe Biden. The former president has caused a new division among Republicans since the party's expected big wins in last week's midterms failed to materialize. In Broward County, Florida, Eben Brown, Fox News. A suspect is in custody after three football players at the University of Virginia were shot and killed. University of Virginia students and local residents coming together for a vigil Monday night. Three UVA students, all football players, Devin Chandler, Lavelle Davis Jr., and Deshaun Perry were shot and killed while on a charter bus returning from a class trip Sunday night. Two other players were hospitalized with gunshot wounds. According to authorities, the class saw a play in Washington, D.C., and had just returned to campus when the shooting took place. 22-year-old UVA student Christopher Darnell Jones Jr. was arrested about 80 miles away in Richmond after a 12-hour manhunt and has been charged with three counts of second-degree murder. That's Fox's Laura Engel reporting. KNSS News Time now, 7.04, four minutes past 7 o'clock. We got a big game in college basketball tonight. We'll give you a... Give you the preview coming up in sports. The long-awaited memoir from former Vice President Mike Pence is out today. That story just ahead on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted.
Feel proud of your DIY home renovation project when you buy from Farhall's Carpet and Building Supply. If you need guidance on how to replace your backsplash or your kitchen cabinet layout, we can assist you and provide quality material here at Farhaw's. We are a local authorized dealer of quality cabinets and carry mosaic tiles, countertops, paint, and much more. Stop by one of our storefronts located at Harry and Seneca in Wichita and on Main Street in Hillsborough or at Farhaw's.com. Get a far better deal at Farhaw's. Are you sick and tired of living with that constant pain in your knees and back? Joint pain can really do a number on you, not only on your body, but on your, you know, on your, your outlook on life, your relationships. Maybe you should do something about it. Hey, Steve McIntosh here, and it's time to call QC Kinetics. Using advanced regenerative medicine to restore and repair damaged joint tissue, giving you your life back. We're talking about your hips, your shoulders, your elbows. They can all be treated with natural biologics from your own body. If you've tried or, or if you're tired, that is, of steroid shots, that don't work. And if you're trying to avoid surgery, call QC Kinetics now to schedule your free consultation. No drugs, no pain meds, no downtime. It's called regenerative medicine. Call now. Appointments are available. QC Kinetics. Call 316-285-9975. That's 316-285-9975. 316-285-9975. When searching for a senior living community, you want the perfect fit for you or your loved ones. When living at home is no longer an option, you want made-to-order meals, engaging activities, or fitness programs. You want to spend more time with friends at Dove Estates. We offer that and more as you enter this new phase of your golden years. Experience senior living at its best. Call 316-550-6343 or click doveestates.com. Discover the place where life never gets old. Dove Estates. Hurry into Sutherland's pre-Black Friday sale. Sutherland's has a gift for everyone on your list. Shop Sutherland's amazing selection of tools, pellet grills, and blackstone griddles at Sutherland's Hot Prices. Surprise the little ones with a gift from Sutherland's Toy Zone, including 25% off all Melissa and Doug toys. Get mom something special with 25% off Sutherland's beautiful selection of furniture ready to take home today. Sutherland's, helping America build it better for over 100 years. These prices valid at your Wichita and El Dorado Sutherland's locations through November 30th. Go for a touchdown at Crosswinds Casino during our $24,000 End Zone Challenge. Wednesdays in November, we're drawing $150 wins play hot seat winners every 30 minutes from 5 to 8.30 p.m. Then at 9 p.m., three players will be selected to toss footballs to win up to $1,200 cash. Find your inner quarterback Wednesdays at Crosswinds Casino. High 135 North to exit 16. So close, so fun, so much more. Visit CrosswindsCasino.com. Wichita's number one talk, 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. 7.07 now, 7 minutes past 7 o'clock on this Tuesday morning. 25 degrees. Another railroad union has rejected its agreement with the nation's freight railroads, uh, that increases the chances that Congress may be called upon to settle the dispute and block a strike. The International Brotherhood of Boilermakers Union at Monday voted down the contract, even though it includes 24% raises and $5,000 in bonuses. All 12 railed unions must approve their deals to prevent a strike. But no strike is imminent because all the unions have agreed to keep negotiating until a deadline early next month. Workers' quality of life concerns are threatening to derail the agreements. The long-awaited memoir from former Vice President Mike Pence is out today. The title of former Vice President Mike Pence's memoir also happens to be the final four words he uttered before officially becoming first in line to the presidency in 2017. So help me God. So help me God. Congratulations. So Help Me God, published by Simon & Schuster, hits bookstores today, complete with an audiobook narrated by the former vice president himself. It's billed not only as his story, but also gives details about what he calls a close working relationship with former President Trump that, quote, did not end well. He also talks about the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol, saying he believes he, quote, did his duty that day. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. The candidates in Georgia's upcoming U.S. Senate runoff began the week connecting with voters in different ways three weeks out. 
GOP challenger Herschel Walker campaigned by bus in Augusta Monday. We got to make sure they know that we want to take our country back. Senator Raphael Warnock went the digital route with an ad explaining why we are where we are. Since this race was so close, we got to run it back. Walker also released a digital ad showcasing small town values. Senator Warnock starts a bus tour today with stops in Douglasville and Atlanta. The runoff is scheduled for December 6th and is not about if Democrats will have a Senate majority, but by how much. Five days of early voting begins November 28th. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 7.09, nine minutes past 7 o'clock here on this Tuesday morning. We've got a little moisture in the air for a change yesterday. A little moisture on the streets this morning. We're going to take a look at that and, and if that's affecting traffic. Don't think it's affecting traffic very much, but we're keeping an eye on it for you, for you just the same. Chad, what's happening in traffic this morning? Right now, yeah, it's not really affecting traffic too badly out there. Those traffic volumes are just now starting to... Uh, uh, really pick up out there starting to see some uh, heavier traffic in a few areas and the the highways looking really good uh, here in Wichita so far uh, they've been treated they might have some wet spots might be slippery here and there but uh, really the highways in the Wichita area looking pretty good uh, you might for a time uh, still have some uh, icy spots on the uh, residential streets the side streets that sort of thing that haven't been treated out there. But for the most part, things looking good right now. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronnell Williams. Good morning, Ronnell. Hey, good morning. How you doing, Steve? How you doing? It's great. A little bit of uh, a little bit cooler this morning than it's been for a while. Yeah, pretty brisk, crisp, all the above, and especially after that uh, that wintry weather yesterday, you know, Jad talking about traffic in our roads and side streets out there. Overall, the Wichita area, not too bad of shape out there, but Steve, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and, you know, just go ahead and throw out that reminder. We had wintry weather yesterday and last night. It's uh, well below freezing right now. Still can't completely rule out a few slick spots out there, and especially on those bridges and overpasses, those elevated surfaces. I, I think that's uh, those are areas where we'll just have to make sure that we're using extra caution. But uh, I, I don't see us having uh, too many weather-related issues, at least this morning. And already starting to see a, a bright start to the day. A lot of the cloud cover is cleared out. Seeing sunshine make a return today, expecting mostly sunny conditions. A northwest breeze, though, although light at 8 to 18 miles an hour, We'll only be able to warm up to a high of 43 degrees, so it's going to be chilly all day long. Still uh, likely going to need to keep that heavier coat on, even during the warmest part of the afternoon. Skies turn partly cloudy at times late tonight, and there's also going to be a, a 10% chance of snow showers. There's going to be a weak disturbance that's going to move in, a reinforcing shot of colder air. I don't really see uh, too much snow for Wichita, but just can't completely rule out maybe seeing a few flakes late tonight into early Wednesday morning. Still expecting more sunshine tomorrow, but of course another cold start at 20 degrees and uh, high temperatures slightly colder than today for our Wednesday. High of only 37 in Wichita. We will be able to gain a few degrees come Thursday back up to a high of 42 but then another one of those reinforcing shots of cold air dropping us right back down to a high of 30 degrees on Friday. So much of the rest of the the work and school week out there going to be pretty chilly. Temperatures rebounding through the 40s and even into the 50s this upcoming weekend. Uh, by Sunday, high of 50 degrees, and then uh, by Monday, Tuesday, anywhere between 53 and 54 degrees. Of course, keeping a close eye on that forecast for next week. Already Thanksgiving right around the corner. A lot of people going to be traveling, hitting the roads, hitting the sky. So we'll keep a, a close eye on things for you out there. Right now, we are at 22 degrees. Skies fair, very little cloud cover with a light northwest wind at 8 miles an hour. Yeah, Triple A is saying this morning, uh, I've got the copy here someplace. I've, I don't know how many million. Of people are going to hit the road in Thanksgiving. It's going to be probably up from last year in the pandemic year. But uh, most of them are going to go by, uh, by car or truck or, uh, you know, on the, on the highways. So yeah. Yeah, so, so far, though, at least early next week, things are looking pretty quiet. And, of course, we'll uh, keep an eye on things uh, from there. All right. Thank you, Ron L. The KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ron L. Williams. Stephen, 10 of the morning now, 7-13. Today is Tuesday, November 15th, 2022. Uh, we had a cloudy day with rain and snow across central Kansas Monday, as you know. Uh, bigger snowfall out to the southwest and then up to the north and northwest. There were some pretty good snow amounts up there. Wichita's high temperature was 41 degrees yesterday. Normal high is 
58, so we were well below what normal normal high is. Four tenths of an inch of snow at Eisenhower Airport sets a new record for the date. Yeah. Previous record, three tenths, was set in 1929. <laughs> That's a record that that record has been meaning to be broken for a long, long time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Stephen Ten in the morning here on KNSS again. This is November 15th. And uh, it was uh, on this date in 1806, explorer Zebulon Pike sighted the mountaintop now known as Pike's Peak. Oh, yeah, Pike's Peak. In present-day Colorado. So we're celebrating Pike's Peak's, well, not his birthday, but (laughs) discovered. But I I would imagine the Native Americans knew it was there all the time, don't you? Probably did. Did you ever know anybody named Zebulon? Zebulon, no. Uh, (laughs) No. I, I did know somebody whose name was Zeb, and I knew it was short for something, but I'm not entirely sure. The KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted now, 6.08, eight minutes past 6 o'clock, and again, Kind of chilly out there, 25 degrees. Democrat Katie Boggs, or Katie Hobbs, has been elected Arizona governor, defeating an ally of Donald Trump who falsely claimed the 2020 election was rigged and refused to say she would accept the results of her race this year. Hobbs, who is Arizona's Secretary of State, rose to prominence as a staunch defender of elections and warned that her Republican rival, former television news anchor Carrie Lake, would be an agent of chaos. A new study finds an alarming increase in suicidal thoughts among children. A group of doctors looked at emergency room visits for suicidal ideation in children ages 5 to 19 at more than 200 hospitals in Illinois and found over the years a steady increase even before the pandemic. Between 2016 and the middle of last year, suicidal thought visits in this age bracket went up 59 percent. But just between the fall of 2019 and the fall of 2020, they went up 57 percent. While the researchers didn't dive into the cause behind the numbers, they did cite a 2021 Surgeon General's report that attributed worsening mental health to social isolation, social media, lower socioeconomic status, and less stigma associated with mental health challenges. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. The tough times at Twitter continue. Twitter workers who survived the chopping block after Elon Musk purchased the social media giant will soon have to pay for their own meals. The billionaire, who's referred to himself as the chief twit, says he'll scrap the free meals served at Twitter headquarters in San Francisco because it was costing the company around $13 million a year. He also mandated a return to the office policy. Musk completed his $44 billion Twitter takeover last month and promptly fired about half of the 7,500-person workforce. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 610, 10 minutes past 6 o'clock. So far this morning in traffic, well, uh, if you're waking up, you're just now waking up, you're going to have to scrape out there. We've got some, uh, and we had some snow and ice out there. Uh, taking a quick look at the uh, Witchway website, they do still have uh, the Kansas Turnpike listed as uh, seasonal roadway conditions, meaning roadway generally clear, but there might be some uh, isolated frozen spots on that. Uh, they do have all of the Wichita highways listed as uh, clear and in good condition and having driven on them shortly this morning. It did seem to be pretty good, but probably a good idea to watch for the occasional slick spot on the roadways this morning. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And now let's take a look at that forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist. Dan Holiday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. The system that brought us about four-tenths of an inch of snow yesterday is now lifted on up to the northeast. We become partly cloudy here early on. Temperatures below freezing this morning, and we'll get to 43 with sunshine this afternoon. Clear overnight, hello 23, then breezy and colder Wednesday with a high 35. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now a partly cloudy sky, northwest wind at 7 miles per hour, and a chilly 25 degrees. 612 now, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Yes, uh, I did need to, I need to scrape a little bit this morning, but it wasn't bad, Jad. It was just it just it wasn't near it wasn't very thick at all on the windshield, so uh, it was pretty easy. Yeah, the weird thing about mine was it was it was actually really really thick, but it was kind of a 
it was almost like a frozen sleet sort of thing. So it was kind of mushy. Yeah, there was a there was an inch or more on it, but there wasn't an inch or more of of snow in it. If you understand, it was it was just kind of built up on there, and it just turned into you know particles and powdered right away when you ran your scraper through it. So looked like. It was pretty bad, but it really it wasn't. <laughs> Today is Tuesday, November 15th, mid-November mid, uh, mid already. The cloudy day with rain and snow across central Kansas Monday. Wichita's high temperature was 41 degrees. Normal high for the day, 58. And that four-tenths of an inch of snow at Eisenhower Airport sets a new record for the date. Previous record, three-tenths of an inch. That was set in 1929. But remember, we're early in the season here in November, so snowfall this time of year is a fairly rare thing to see. It is, but uh, then again, there's been Halloweens that I remember that had snow on the ground too. So look at last, it happens. Look at last Tuesday's high temperature in Wichita, seventy five. <laughs> yeah, seventy five. <laughs> Today's forty two. You do the math. That's over thirty degrees cooler in one week. Yeah, there you go. It's, it's well, changed. All tell all our jokes about Kansas weather now. It'll be appropriate <laughs> today. Yep. On this date in nineteen fifty nine, one of the uh, one of the real tragedies of our state. Four members of the Clutter family of Holcomb, Kansas, found murdered in their home. Ex-convicts Richard Hickok and Perry Smith were later convicted of the killings and hanged in a case made famous by the Truman Capote book In Cold Blood. I believe, uh, I would double-check it, I believe they were the last two people hanged in Kansas, although there were a couple of other guys named York and something else that I think were also hanged about that time. No, I... We we've said that before, and I think I, I looked it up. Let me double check. Yeah. But uh, I think I think I thought these were the last two, Hickok and Smith. An interesting story. If you've never read the book, uh, I would recommend you don't read it uh, at night uh, <laughs> if you're by yourself and you hear the uh, the wind blowing and howling out there. The, the movie is quite is is just amazing. Uh, Truman Capote went out there. This little. Strange little man from the East Coast. He, well, he was a well-known writer already, but went out there and started interviewing these people from Kansas, and he knew uh, he knew he was in another world, and they knew he was in another world. But it seems to the people of uh, Holcomb and around the Garden City area, just they accepted him and said, come on in, let's, let's have a chat, have some coffee. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I remember that day because I was uh, nine, nine, almost to turn 10. And uh, that news story in the paper uh, you know, whole front page, just, you know, I don't know how much, maybe page and a half at least. I sat and, and read the whole thing, and I've n- I'd never done that before because I was, yeah, I was nine years old. But uh, kind of got me, you know, it's had an impact over the years. Mm. And then in high school was when uh, I was a junior or senior when In Cold Blood came out. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I looked I looked it up. It looks like uh, Hickok and Smith were executed on April 14th and sixty five. Uh, George York and James Latham were executed about two months later. Later, so yeah, Latham and York were the last two. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. But it was in the it was in the same year. Yeah. <laughs> the Justice Department and lawyers for Donald Trump are at odds over whether the ex president can claim executive privilege over documents seized from his Florida estate to shield them from investigators, and whether he can treat the records as his own personal belongings. A set of dueling legal briefs unsealed yesterday show a continuing spat over the status of thousands of records seized in August, that is, uh, August FBI search of Mar-a-Lago. Justice Department investigators want broad access to the documents as they decide whether to charge Trump for keeping top-secret information at his Palm Beach property. Trump's lawyers are resisting the effort, which doesn't surprise anyone. (laughs) Yeah. No, I imagine they're going to be resisting, sure. They are lawyers, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Here's a little headline from Pflugerville, Texas. Pflugerville, if I remember right, is is up up in the northern part near around Austin, where my late mother-in-law used to live. But the uh, Pflugerville ISD, which is the independent school district, officials were made aware of an inappropriate conversation a teacher at Boas Middle School had with students during an advisory class. Pflugerville Independent School District Superintendent Dr. Douglas Killian wrote in a statement, as of Monday morning, November 14th, the teacher in question is no longer uh, employed by Pflugerville, and we are actively looking for a replacement. Statement said, videos of the conversation in question were posted to social media uh, last week, and it apparently said something 
we are the chosen people or we are the spirit. Anyway, it was a racist comment. Ooh, yeah. I thought I had the actual comment in front of me, but I do not. Uh, I'm almost glad you don't. It sounds yeah, like it's pretty pretty crummy. <laughs> that and sounds pretty awful, especially especially for a teacher. Come on, come on, you're a teacher. Hey, damages estimated at more than five hundred twenty-two million dollars in a central Florida coastal county where homes collapsed into the Atlantic Ocean following Hurricane Nicole last week. Damage from the Category One storm in Volusia County exceeded those from the much stronger Hurricane Ian, which caused three hundred seventy-seven million dollars in damage. In that county, Moody's Investors Service estimates insured losses from in, from in are between forty and seventy billion dollars in Florida and North Carolina. That is a lot of damage. All right, it's uh, coming up on six eighteen now. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Uh, let's go ahead and check leadoff sports this morning with Jed Chambers. Jed, uh, this time around, we'll start with the NFL. The last unbeaten team has fallen in the NFL. Fox's Eric Messersmith reports. The Eagles entered the game a perfect 8-0 and a double-digit favorite, but were upset at home by the Commanders 32-21 on Monday Night Football. The Commanders' defense held the powerful Philly offense under 300 total yards and forced three turnovers. Coming into the game, the Eagles had only turned the ball over three times all season. Brian Robinson Jr. and Antonio Gibson scored rushing touchdowns, and Joey Sly kicked four field goals, including a 58-yarder for Washington. With the win, the Commanders evened their record at 5-5 five and five and find themselves just a half game behind the 49ers for the final wildcard spot in the NFC. With a loss, the 8-1 Eagles lead the Giants by just one game in the NFC East. I'm Eric Messersmith, Fox News. Steve, I'm going to take you back in time a little bit here. Uh-oh. 2011. Okay. On this day in 2011, Mike Krzyzewski became the Division I all-time winningest men's basketball coach. Duke beat Michigan State in the State Farms Champion Classic at Madison Square Garden in New York. Uh... Coach K got his 903rd win that night, and that broke the tie that he had with Bob Knight. Uh, so he became the winningest coach in uh, all time in Division One men's basketball. On this day in 2011, he retired last year, so he's he's added to that lead by well, a he, lot. He had more than than John Wooden at UCLA. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, but it's kind of interesting because uh, tonight. Right uh, tonight, we've got the uh, a huge game in college basketball. Sure do. Jayhawks in Indianapolis for the State Farm Champions Classic, and it's number six KU versus number seven Duke. Duke, of course, uh, without Mike Shashevsky retired. Uh, they're facing new Duke head coach John Shire, while KU is going to be without their own head coach Bill Self, who is still serving a four-game suspension imposed by KU. Jayhawks will be led by assistant coach Norm Roberts, who talked about this matchup at a recent press conference. Uh, I think they want to play fast. I don't know if they'll be able to play as fast, but they're so big that they can really pound the ball inside and they can do a lot of things. And and their bigs are versatile. They can shoot threes. They can handle the ball in the perimeter. KU basketball on a neutral court against in, uh, in Indianapolis facing number seven Duke. The State Farms Champion Class, Champions Classic tonight pregame start at 7 o'clock. That's over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. But if you happen to be a Kansas City Chiefs fan, you might want to tune in early because we have the Chiefs Kingdom Show tonight o'clock at 6 o'clock. Uh, tonight at 6 o'clock, again, over on KFH. Just a couple of other news and notes in the sports world. Kansas City Royals announced yesterday that Paul Hoover has been named bench coach on manager Matt Quattrero's uh, coaching staff. Hoover spent time uh, spent the last four seasons as the Major League Field Coordinator on Kevin Cash's staff in Tampa Bay, which put him right there alongside Quattrero. Uh, during Hoover's time on the Tampa Bay staff, the Rays ranked fourth in the majors with uh, 322 total wins during that time, and they made the postseason all four years. And Wichita State Volleyball sophomore middle blocker Natalie Foster Named to the American Athletic Conference Weekly Honor Roll on Monday. The fourth weekly honor for Foster and the second in consecutive weeks. Foster and the Shockers hit the road to battle Tulsa tomorrow night. First serve scheduled for 6 o'clock. 
And that's sports on Stephen Ted in the morning. You know, Major League Baseball can figure out more ways to waste money than probably anything uh, anything there is. You know, for, for one thing, yeah, I detest the fact that if a ball hits the ground, they throw it out. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, immediately. No, leave it in there and let, wear it out till the strings come out of it. You know, but uh, that must cost them a ton of money. But they don't care, right? Well, you do realize that the the mud that they rub on those balls—it's mud. No, it is a very special mud that comes from one county, yeah. a river running through one county in one specific, I think, New Jersey area. Yeah, I know that. Oh man, so they're rubbing mud on it already. <laughs> I know it's, and and that's just the mud they rub on it. But that's got to be so expensive. What about uh, having a bench coach? Is that like uh, you know a scout, no, a scout, uh, the den mother and scouts, or what is that? I mean, uh, no, it's just an assistant coach. It's just an assistant, somebody yeah. to talk to the guys and keep them calmed down. Maybe if you get a, I'd hire a psychiatrist for that one. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm not big on Major League Baseball, <laughs> as you can tell. All right, Jad, six twenty three now. Keep it up for Doctor Sanjay Gupta, the magic of ten thousand steps. That's coming up with Steve and Ted in the morning on KNSS. This is Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve. Back in Sashdown, 6.30 here on this Tuesday morning. A former Kansas City police detective and three other men have been charged in a federal indictment with operating a sex trafficking operation involving teenage girls in the 1990s. In a grand jury indictment unsealed Monday, former Kansas City, Kansas detective Roger Golubsky and Cecil Brooks, Lamarck Roberson, and Richard Robinson were charged with conspiracy against rights and two counts of involuntary servitude. Golubsky was already facing separate charges, alleging that he preyed on black women and girls for decades. The new indictment alleges that Brooks, Roberson, and Robinson raped and beat girls and kept them at an apartment complex to provide sex to men. Golubsky is accused of providing police protection for their activities and sexually assaulting the girls. The Wichita City Council recently approved millions to pave dirt streets in the city. Mayor Brandon Whipple tells KNSS News... We are starting uh, this year with uh, safety first, really paving around uh, schools. Uh, we have we have roads around you know our, our elementary schools that are unpaved. Uh, so we're trying to put some money uh, towards that to start paving those. But it's an eight-year plan, and uh, it balances itself. It's actually pretty responsible uh, fiscally, uh, and it's going to hopefully uh, somewhat equalize this imbalance of uh, paved communities uh, versus unpaved communities here in Wichita. Whipple commented during Mondays with the mayor on the Stephen Ted of the Morning Show on KNSS. While a handful of House rem- House races remain up in the air, Republicans will meet today to choose congressional leaders. With Republicans on track to have a slim majority, party leaders are moving forward today with holding leadership elections. Fox News has now learned Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy will likely face a challenge from Freedom Caucus member Arizona Congressman Andy Biggs. While McCarthy is the favorite, Congressman Chip Roy tells Fox News at night. Here's what will be very clear is that he nor no one has 218 votes. Still, prominent conservatives have called for a delay in leadership votes because several congressional races have yet to be called. In Washington, Sean Langell, Fox News. A federal prison inmate in Arizona somehow ended up with a gun at a prison camp. The Federal Bureau of Prisons says the inmate tried to shoot a visitor in the head. Luckily, the weapon misfired and the woman was uninjured in Sunday's incident at the Federal Correctional Institution in Tucson. It happened at a minimum security prison camp, most of which don't have fences and whose inmates are considered to be the lowest risk. Officials say it marks a major security lapse, raising serious questions about the security practices at the Bureau of Prisons. The agency has been plagued by chronic mismanagement, misconduct, and a severe staffing shortage. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. Cambodian Prime Minister Hun Sen said Tuesday he has COVID-19 and is leaving the Group 20 meeting in Bali just days after hosting President Joe Biden and other world leaders for a summit in his country's capital. The Cambodian leader said he feels normal and is returning home. 6.34 now, Stephen Ted, let's take a look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. 
Good morning. With a gradual clearing sky, it's going to be mostly sunny today. Temperatures should reach the upper 30s by around lunchtime, 43 for the high this afternoon. A clear sky this evening, Arlo 23. Yet another cold front comes in. This one not expected to bring any precipitation, though, through tomorrow. It'll be breezy Wednesday with a high 35. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now a partly cloudy sky, 25 degrees. It is, it's cold out there. Northwest wind at 7 miles per hour. And the only good thing is if that wind was about 15 or 20 miles an hour more, it would be unbearable out there. But as it is, 25 degrees. And Jad and I both, uh, we leave our vehicles out overnight, and we both have to scrape our windshields this morning. Just some advice for you yeah. if you're getting up and going. Mine to, wasn't too terrible, but it, yeah. Yeah, it, mine wasn't either. scraped. Get the old scraper out. This is uh, November 15th, 2022. On this date in 1969, a quarter of a million protesters staged a peaceful demonstration in Washington against the Vietnam War. Um, that's, uh, I can remember that. There was, I'd never, there was a lot of people down there on the, on the mall in Washington, D.C. for that protest, that demonstration. Frontier Airlines and five foreign carriers have agreed to pay back more than $600 million to flyers whose trips were canceled or seriously delayed during the pandemic. The Department of Transportation also says it has uh, fined the airlines more than $7 million for delaying the refunds so long they violated consumer protection rules. Consumers flooded the agency with complaints about not getting refunds when airlines canceled huge numbers of flights after the COVID uh, outbreak hit the U.S. in early 2020. Frontier Airlines will have to refund $222 million and pay a $2.2 million civil penalty. Other U.S. airlines were not hit with penalties because they responded shortly after the Transportation Department reminded them of their obligation to give quick refunds. But apparently, Frontier uh, didn't move fast enough to please uh, the Justice Department. Steve, it's headed the morning here on KNSS, and uh, a nine-year-old elementary school <laughs> student has earned a double E for excellent effort for saving a classmate's life with the Heimlich Maneuver. Nine-year-old, Essie Collier. Excellent work. Fourth grader at Fratt Elementary School in Racine, Wisconsin. She spotted a classmate holding her neck while eating lunch last week and quickly rushed up to help. Essie wrapped her arms around the kid, did the Heimlich, and the girl's airway was immediately cleared. Teacher Samantha Bradshaw says she's never seen a student react so quickly in a situation like that. Essie says she learned the Heimlich two years ago from a YouTube video. The school board plans to honor her for her heroics oh, later wow. on this month. That is a sharp kid. Usually, those kids, you can't get them to move that fast for anything. But she knew exactly what was going on and exactly what to do, and she saved, maybe saved somebody's life here. That's Gold star. Pretty nice for a fourth <laughs> grader. Yeah. Pretty strong. 6.38 now, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. And it's time for the KNSS Commodities Update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Steve and Jad. Last week's cash cattle movement out of our five area feed yards was good at over 81,000 head of cattle. Now, for the third straight week, the Kansas average price was in the $150 area. Box beef prices appear to have topped out as we go into the end of the year, and live cattle closed negative Monday, and the feeders were on the positive side. February live cattle had their lowest trade of the past 19 sessions, and the March feeders the past nine sessions. Lean hog futures yesterday traded most mostly higher and close positive. On yesterday's close, December live cattle a nickel higher at 151.57, January feeders 87 cents higher at 179.45, and December lean hogs 52 cents higher at 84.87. Now Monday the weekly export inspections were low with a wheat having a market year low. The wheat got some support from Iraq buying U.S. hard red winter wheat yesterday, and December corn made a new low for the current slide to the downside. Now it looks like the U.S. winter wheat good to excellent rating improved by two points. It is now at 32%, still very low. Kansas is at 24%, Oklahoma 19%, and Texas 18% good to 
excellent. Now, this morning there is a Bloomberg story that states that Russia is expected to agree to extend the Ukrainian export corridor in the Black Sea. That's putting some pressure on the grain markets this morning. December Kansas City wheat's four and a quarter cents lower at 9.52. December corn down three and a half cents at 6.53 and three quarters. January soybeans six and a quarter lower at 14.34 and a quarter. December crude oil trading 69 cents lower at 85 dollars 18 cents. December gold a dollar 80 higher at 1,778.70. December S&P 39 points higher at 4,005. December dollar index 55 cents lower at 105 dollars 98 cents. And December Dow Jones futures up 202 points at 33,767. For commodity trading or ag marketing advisory, contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. Tom, has it always been that way or is just the modern communications in that something happens on the other side of the world and it affects the commodity markets real quick? I mean, certainly it's got to be because of all the computers and everything, right? Oh, it does. It has to do with our news. I mean, when you've got 24-hour news and you've got, you know, electronic trading of our uh, commodities and it, it just makes everything happen so quickly now that, you know, there's almost responses before some people even know something has happened. That's all right. That's right. Hey, listen, uh, we got uh, four-tenths of an inch of snow at Eisenhower Airport uh, yesterday and last night, and uh, that's a new record for us. How are you doing on snowfall <laughs> over there in Butler County? You are in Augusta now. Well, the only thing I saw this morning, Steve, is the grass still has some snow on it. Everything yeah. else, sidewalks and the streets, they are all, you know, it right. all melted off and stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, when it comes to snow, how much, how much, that's just moisture. It's good moisture, good for your crops, good for the ground out there. But how much do you really need to do, do a lot of good with snow? Because it's, it's not very, uh, intense, is it, as far as water is concerned, moisture? No, it is not, but it also depends on how much moisture is in the snow. You know, you have a dry snow that yeah. you know, easily yeah. blows away, and then you have wet snows that, you know, when you're shoveling it, it's extremely heavy to shovel. So that is one thing that makes a lot of difference. But snow's not nearly as good as having uh, a good rain. A good old rain shower. Yeah, that uh, that uh, snow with a lot of moisture in it packs up to make good snowballs, right? <laughs> You've got that exactly right. Put somebody's eye out with one of those. All right, so you you don't have enough over there to make a snowman then today, huh? Unfortunately, no. We're going to have to wait for another snow to come in, and hopefully that's quite a little ways down the road. I'm right. not a big fan of snow. All right, so it'll stay warm. It's 25 degrees this morning. Okay. That's right. Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities with our update this morning. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker, standing by the longevity lifestyle. That's what Don's going to talk about. That's coming up, Steve, at 10 in the morning here on KNSS. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Stephen, 10 in the morning, KNSS now, 647 here on this Tuesday. How about three big things? Three. Five inches of snow in parts of southwest Kansas. Wichita sets a record for the date with just under a half inch. Two. Donald Trump will make an announcement tonight. Expected to say he'll run for president again. One. Members of Congress are back in Washington looking to name leaders. Three big things, Stephen, Ted on KNSS. Something to keep in mind out there, the uh, 
Kansas Department of Transportation website, whichway.org, or if you want to look at the whole state, you can go to candrive.org, either one. Uh, you can actually see what the road conditions are going to be like if you're out there on the roadways right now uh, here in the Wichita. Roadways listed in good condition, uh, except for the Kansas Turnpike here in the area. Turnpike, uh, they have it listed as seasonal roadway conditions, meaning generally clear but isolated frozen precipitation uh, could be there. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire, located downtown at Market and Waterman and online at carlstire.com, your home for complete car care. Sunny today with a high of 42 degrees, mostly clear and cold tonight. The overnight low near 20. Wednesday, sunny and cool. Tomorrow's high, 35 degrees. Now partly cloudy sky, northwest wind at 7 miles per hour and 25 degrees. Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. State attorneys general say Walmart has agreed to pay $3.1 billion to settle lawsuits nationwide over the impact of the prescriptions its pharmacies filed for powerful prescription opioid painkillers. The deal would still need to be approved by 43 states to take effect. It follows a similar announcement from pharmacy change CVS Health and Walgreens. They each said they would pay about $5 billion over time to settle suits they face. The opioid, opioid crisis in the U.S. has been linked to more than 500,000 deaths over the past two decades. Major drug makers and distributors have already announced, in some cases, finalized settlements. Global stocks are higher after Wall Street gave back some of last week's huge gains. The American and Chinese presidents met, and China's consumer spending shrank in a sign of economic weakness. On Wall Street uh, yesterday, Monday, the Dow closed down 211 points, the S&P down 35, NASDAQ down 127. 6.50 now, Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker, is talking about the longevity of lifestyle, the longevity lifestyle this morning. Good morning, Don. Good morning. In the 16th century, Spanish explorer Ponce de Leon mistakenly landed in Florida when he was aiming for Bimini in search of the Fountain of Youth. He wasn't the first nor the last to seek some form of a mythical wellspring or other means of everlasting life. We haven't found that yet, but there are several things that we can do to improve our life and longevity. First of all, educate yourself. Knowledge can mitigate fear of the unknown. If you understand retirement as it relates to your investments, when the markets behave as they do, you will know how to handle the changes. Knowledge can also help one make better decisions about everything you may face. Who do you want to be? Well, I've often surprised myself. Hard work has often propelled me into a place that I didn't seek. In your retirement life, you can reinvent yourself. You could become a happier, truer version of the person you would like to become. The sooner you know, the sooner you can take steps to become that person. Another one is let people help you. Have you ever embarked upon a project and got mired in a single challenge that eludes your capability so that project is now stalled? Well, don't be afraid to ask for help. Let someone else with experience in that area help you get past the challenge. Then you can move on. Set goals. Once you have a vision of your perfect lifestyle, create a punch list of the action steps that will get you there. Some tasks may be quick and easy. Others may be tougher, like losing weight to train for a bucket list hike. Either way, the list is critical to success. And track your progress with a schedule that you are able to stick to. And the last one is keep a schedule. According to Pew Research, the average retiree spends 6.8 hours a day watching television. They spend from one to two hours a day on social media. They didn't watch and scroll that much while working full-time. Creating a weekly schedule can reintroduce structure and routine. This way, we can make the best use of time for activities that are most important to us. And, of course, if you have any questions, give me a call, number 634-2222. Just ask for me, Don Grant. Thank you, Don. Today is uh, the uh, 15th day of November, so we got how many days? Nine until uh, Thanksgiving <laughs> coming up? Yeah, it's on the 24th this year. Nine or eight or ten or Nine whatever, depending is, on how you count it. And you and Ted count it differently always. Yeah, so. I, I, he's always got one more or one less than I do. It's, it's, right. It's, it's amazing. We just never get it right. So, but, yeah. 
I would I would track down exactly which one of you was right, but I never cared. Yeah, it's not it's not that big a deal. I usually count when we're doing the morning show. I count that as one of the days. Okay. Yeah, exactly. But and I he, think he, he skips ahead. Yeah. To, yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, he says tomato. I say tomato. There you go. Huh? And I don't care. Yeah, don't matter. Yeah. Well, my wife's uh, chili went down for for a second day yesterday. Had some I leftovers, think, huh? I think there's some left, and I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to have to grab another bowl today. It is, uh, I got to tell you, it is some fantastic. It's really good chili. You, you know, it's interesting. On Sunday, I had a bit of a culinary uh, invention or something I decided I'd give a shot to. Uh, it was either last week or a week ago. We were talking about Thanksgiving food here on the show. Somebody mentioned pizza for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And then I made a just an offhand comment about making a Thanksgiving pizza. So that's what I tried to make on Sunday, was a Thanksgiving pizza. I started off by making some uh, bread stuffing, put it in the bottom of a pan like I was going to make a Detroit-style pizza, and used that as a crust, baked it a little bit, took it out, put the toppings on, uh, turkey, green beans, peas, carrots, and then a little bit of gravy as sauce, and then on top of that, some mashed potatoes, kind of like you'd sprinkle cheese on only, put mashed potatoes on the top, and baked it. Thought I'd make a pizza out of it. And? I wouldn't call it a pizza. Uh, the, it's just a round snack. Yeah, the, the crust didn't really hold up like, yeah. a, like a pizza crust would, so you couldn't like actually pick up a piece of it. it. I don't know. It didn't wind up being... It was very, very tasty, but it didn't wind up being very pizza-like. <laughs> Today is, coincidentally, National Clean Out Your Refrigerator Day, encouraging us to prepare for the upcoming holidays. Get together a soap and hot water-filled bucket, disinfectant, a sponge, and a garbage bag. Hmm. Then you will be ready for the day. Huh. With family gatherings, a large turkey waiting to be roasted, cleaning out the refrigerator makes sense. It might be the only way you can get room in there to get it in there. I mean, <laughs> uh, we don't have, my house, we don't have a great big refrigerator, so sometimes... We got to move stuff around to get stuff squeezed in there. But yeah, Turkey Day is coming up. We we're just talking about it, and you're probably going to have some some of the good leftovers. Mm. Oh yeah, I'm already getting hungry for some turkey and gravy this morning. All right, uh, it's, uh, Stephen. Well, don't the morning. try and make a pizza out of it. It okay. didn't work. I won't. <laughs> coming up at seven o'clock this morning, top of the hour news with Stephen Ted. A blanket of snow across much of Kansas. We'll tell you about some of the snow depths. That's coming up. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.